I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help the podcast. Hey, it's Matt Bronger, and welcome to a special solo edition end of the year wrap up with This Might Help with Matt Bronger. Um, just want to say I'm grateful to anyone who listens to this podcast, who calls in, who's told a friend. Uh, the amount of people on this tour I've been on that's ending uh, this weekend. Well, when this came comes out, it'll be over, but I'm about to go to um, Lancaster, Pennsylvania and Wilmington, Delaware and finish the whole thing in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, but I've been to, gosh, uh, dozens and dozens of cities. I don't know the number off the top of my head. I'm not going to look it up because that's the rule. We don't look up shit on this show. Um, but um, the amount of people that have come up to me and been like, hey, I really like the podcast uh, or I've called in or I, you know, it's really helped me, which that's always nice. Uh, our goal is mostly to entertain, but hey, if we help, that's great. Like the thing says, it might help. Uh, but uh, I just want to say thanks. And, uh, you know, this isn't a very entertaining way to start the podcast, but I don't care. I'm grateful and I'm happy we made it through another year. Um, it, uh, so many things have changed. So many things have stayed the same. Um, but uh, I, 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 I will say the temperature of the podcast has uh, shifted in a positive way because during, well, let's just say the hardest times w uh, uh, of COVID for all of us, I feel like were the big, big, big lockdown times where we really didn't know a lot. We weren't vaccinated, whatnot. Uh, the calls were pretty grim. I had uh, my illustrious producer, Renee, uh, sifting through calls that were pretty dark. And we still do get dark ones, but it's it's been a while since we had a one episode that's just all dark. And hey, fuck it. If you want to call in with a dark call, you have a problem, call it in. If it helps, it helps. Great. Get it off your chest. Um, hopefully you can talk to someone who can actually help and not just a dingbat who makes a living uh, trying to get drunks to laugh like myself or <laughs> probably my guests. I have a lot of comedians on here, but... If it helps, it helps. Um, being a father is, has been a new thing, uh, you know, since technically since August of last year, but this year has been the big run and going into daycare. I give you an idea of what I do when I do the podcast. I play with my feet. I get up, you know, let my wife sleep typically and uh, get the kid and uh, give her milk and feed her, play with her for a while, you know, get her dressed. And then uh, I drive her to daycare and that's around, I drop her off around 9 a.m. And then typically I do the show at 10 a.m. So I have a little bit to prepare. Uh, and, uh, you know, hopefully between the two podcasts, I've had enough time to promote and get the number out there to call, um, you know, and uh, get enough people to call in. And so it's, 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 I won't say it's a constant struggle, but it's one of those things that there are those times where like, we don't have enough calls. I got to scramble. And so I hope I'm not obnoxious on social media trying to get people to call in, uh, but it, it is what I have. I, I do what I, what I can with what I have. Um, now we're having people write in. I just did a thing today where um, uh, I was on Twitter and I was like, hey, if you have anything, add it. And I think I got two off Twitter. So I know we have three actual calls. We have um, at least four write-ins on Instagram 
appreciate you guys writing in on Instagram because then that's not anonymous. But I'm still not going to share your last name, so <laughs> don't worry. And then I have two on Twitter. So pretty good amount of calls for this, uh, which was we were not planning on doing this year-end wrap-up so soon. I did have a guest. They had to drop out because of um, voice problems. They, they have a, a, a show coming up. They're going to be on the show uh, in weeks to come. But I was like, okay, let's just do the year-end wrap-up, which was Renee's uh, awesome idea anyway. Uh, uh, so yeah, I, I hope you had a good year. I had a good year. Um, I hope the, the demons that, uh, that, that talk in your ear at night and say, uh, you're worthless. Uh, hope you told them to shut the fuck up because you're, you are, you are worthwhile and you're a good person. If you're listening to this, you're fucking cool. Cause you're listening to a fucking cool podcast. So just, just, just tell that demon to shove it up his ass. All right. You tell him I said it. And of course, just like anyone, I fall prey to that that voice and get sad and all this jazz and and, and look back and wonder, oh, what could I have done differently? La, la, la. But all we have is now. So with that said, I'm wearing uh, the greatest uh, Christmas t-shirt of all time that a friend gave me. It just says Christmas is ribs. And it has uh, uh, what looks like a demented Santa. It looks like a, 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 a really fucked up dude in a bar had a Santa outfit on and it looks like he's eating someone's actual ribs out of their chest or something. Like it's not a really good illustration, but I just love it because I can't wear it in public. I know that because people just stop me and go, what does that mean? And I always go, you know what it means? Christmas is ribs. I don't know what it means. My friend, Brian McKee, who I grew up with and I love, gave it to me. And um, I asked him what it meant. This is probably 15 years ago. And he's like, I don't know. It's just, Christmas is ribs, and I love it. So it's now it's now too big uh, to wear for me because I'm a little smaller than I was when he gave it to me. But um, I love it, and I'm just honored to wear it for those of you who who watch the podcast and don't just listen to it. But if you just listen to it, I'm wearing a T-shirt that says Christmas is ribs, and I guess the grand note of that is you can make a holiday anything you want to make it, man. Just as long as you take care of yourself and you're with the ones you love or you at least find a way to contact them and show them that you're grateful. I guess that's it. Uh, so with that, let's get to uh, the very first call. Hey, Matt. This is Dave. Uh, just saw your tweet about doing a year-end recap. and I was just working on a year-end recap for my work and uh, plugging in nice. all these goals and accomplishments and really it's just doing the same thing every day it's just hey what was new this year nothing um but <laughs> uh you got any ideas for any goals i could put in there uh any bs to write in there to make myself look good thanks have a great year love you uh take care thanks man uh, one, one thing that I've noticed with, with what I, what I've been doing when I, when I kind of do a personal recap of like, what have I, what have I achieved? What have I gotten done? I'm thinking of, uh, I had a friend who was, uh, Scandinavian and evidently Scandinavian people are, are very, um, results oriented, I guess, and work oriented and her scan, her, as she put it, her stern Scandinavian mother would greet her every day with, uh, um, so what have you gotten done today? When they like talk on the phone, like, what have you gotten done? That's so intense. What have you, what have you completed in terms of today? What have you finished constructively? Like not how are you, how you been, how are things? Um, 
so intense. I tend to think of what have I achieved? And in my business, it, that's stupid. You know, I mean, I'm not Kevin Hart. Uh, I'm not Will Ferrell, okay? I go out for things or I don't go out for things or I work on things that that hopefully someone might buy. And like, put, put, it, put it from my perspective, I've been writing this, this, this show with a friend of mine uh, for over a year. We came up with the idea during the lockdown together and we've just been banging it out and mostly it's because of time management because he's been on a bunch of different shows. He's what you call an actual writer. But it's like, oh, did we sell that show? No. Uh, okay, is that a failure? Fuck no. Because I love it. I think it's a great piece of art and I think people will love it and I think we have a good chance of selling it. But we'll see. I might not. I, I, I've worked on writing jokes. I've failed a lot at that because I've, I've had this hour forever and I finally shot the thing and uh, you know two months ago and I'm on the road still doing a lot of that hour because I don't want to waste people's time. You know, I, I've just been kind of trying to get stage time. It's all gradual. And that's just from the perspective of a, a comedian. I don't do what you do, probably. Um, but I'm just going to guess, guess, I'm, I'm going to guess, not guess, excuse me. I'm just going to guess that not everything you achieved was results. What you achieved was, was, was being around, uh, working, uh, hopefully keeping some perspective. I mean, these are like ethereal things, but you got to give yourself some credit. Just like you have to take time for yourself. Uh, I feel like in our... <laughs> Driven capitalist society we live in, man, cue me smoking a joint right now. Uh, we are expected to always achieve by other people's standards. And if you're not, you're a loser. Like that term gets thrown around. By losers. You know, if, if, if you look at life in terms of just winners and losers, you're a loser. I'm sorry. Uh, so... I'm just saying, look, as long as you're taking care of yourself and you're you're doing what you love, or at least working towards doing what you love. So anyway, that would be my really weird esoteric uh, list of things for you to put on your list of things you've done this year. The recap, positive things. You also mentioned goals. Write down something that scares you. Write down something you've always wanted to do. Write down a ridiculous one. Have a ridiculous one on there. I'm making that list. I'm, I'm putting shit on there that that mathematically probably can't happen, but I'm going to go for it. You know, nothing like, I'm going to be an astronaut. But fuck, these days, I guess all you got to do is make friends with Bezos or Elon. But, you know, I guess that's a weird example. But, you know, in terms of things things that I've dreamt of that I really want to happen, um, and I have no clue that they'll happen. I'm not saying create a vision board, but something like that, something to have. And at the end of the year, even if nothing, none of that shit has happened, you're okay because you aimed for it and you went for it, you know? I mean, I think it was Wayne Gretzky that said, uh, yeah, it was Wayne Gretzky, famous hockey player that said, you know, you miss 100% of the hotel sinks you don't jack off into. I'm pretty sure that was his quote and it's true. You know, um, it was a really gross thing to say when he said it. Uh, he just won his umpteenth championship. I think he was playing for the Kings at the time. 
And it just, you know, but when you when you when you realize what he actually meant is he meant you you miss 100% of the shots. I am so sorry. Nobody saw me getting that gross right away. But dude, I hope that helped you and I just think, you know, those those lists, those lists we do for ourselves. I I did not make a thing of all uh, the things this podcast has done this year for people or all the times a guest has made me crack up or have a moment of incredible insight, but it's there. And, and, and that, that, that makes me feel good. So, you know, look for things like that in your life rather than I got that raise or, uh, I nailed that project or, um, you know, I, I, I bought that new car I wanted, you know, things like that, that you can put on a, on a piece of paper or a document, like, you know, stats so to speak it's good to have them that's good don't get me wrong nothing wrong with winning by their perspective but at the same time let's just ease up on that a little bit okay we've been through a lot of shit so hope that helps um i'm gonna do let's just go from the written one this time and bounce around usually i do the 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 call-ins first you know what i mean and then i get to these but we had a bunch so i'm gonna um i'm gonna zip in so uh, Z, I'll just call him Z, says, my wife is giving birth sometime between now and Thursday next week. Holy shit. All right, you're in for it. That's a weird, that's a weird time when you're just like, when? When's it happening? Can I have a beer? I don't think I can. What if I have to drive? Yeah, it's an odd time and it's really easy to drive yourself crazy, but thankfully the birthing process is very long and you'll know. I, uh, I won't say lucked out having what we had because it was COVID and once she had reached, my wife had reached her date of expectancy, we had to induce. And so I was a little lucky in terms of once we got there, we're like, let's go. We know exactly when we're going, but inducing is not easy and it takes a while. So just take heart in that first off that your wife will probably not be induced might be, but there's a better chance she won't and um, you know strap in and uh, and and don't uh, let it drive you too crazy try to work on your anxiety uh, uh, easy for me to say but I know men uh, often lose their minds if you can get your hands on a book called don't just stand there it was given to me by um, a work colleague of my wife's and an old friend of mine uh, and it was it's like almost like a little it's like a children's book, like the, 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 the pages are hard cardboard, so you can hold it real sweaty. Like, I don't know why it's like that, but I guess it's cause it's going to get beat up, but I just gave it to a friend. Uh, and he, he and his wife are about to have a kid. So I don't know. Welcome to the club, man. All I can tell you is, uh, do your research, be prepared, be there as much for your wife as you can. Uh, you know, rub her back, tell her she's great and gorgeous and that you're, you're in this together and and then just 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 wait i wish i had something better to tell you man oh that's crazy but uh congratulations uh okay here's a fun one from uh from from steven uh did you ever get a fine for ikea heights the show needs a reboot that's very funny um no for those of you who don't know i uh my friend uh dave seeger created a show for channel 101 you can Google it. It's called Ikea Heights. It was a, a, a show we shot illegally inside of several Ikeas. 
about 10 years ago uh, and maybe longer, maybe 12 years ago. But I was, I played Detective Mathis and I was like the angry homicide detective of the, what I thought was a horrible neighborhood called Ikea Heights. And it wasn't horrible. Um, Randall Park was also in it, who's now famous. A um, bunch of other folks. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a blast. But I, I, I felt more anxiety doing that than I have almost any other performance or, you know, I've done, I've been on stage in front of, you know, thousands and thousands of people and felt less nervous than I did. Cause it's just, I'm just waiting to get arrested while they're filming me in, in this sitting in this dinette set, yelling into a phone while shoppers walk around me. And they were Ikea. The, 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 the company was very, very forgiving. They would kick us out. The last time we got walked out by a police officer, we did not get arrested, but we were told in no uncertain terms, do this again, you will. And that's when we stopped. They had our pictures in all the manager's offices. Um, so <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a monster hook, the idea for that show. Uh, but no, so we, we never got a fine. And shout out to Ikea, an honorable company that never... Target would have... I probably would have still been in jail if we were doing it in Targets. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying Target's that shitty. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I don't know why they were so nice to us, Ikea. But... Um, Show needs a reboot. No, I'll never do that again. Never, never, never. I have too much to lose now. But I don't regret doing it. But I, I remember leaving and being like, oh, I need a drink. Like, just like, okay, okay. That moment. And they were so kind. We'd be like, hey, you guys can't do that in here. Like, I'd hear that and be like, Bleh! ah, I just, I don't like doing hidden camera shit anyway. So to do it illegally, fuck me. Um, Okay, so let's roll the second call. Hi, uh, my name's Norm. I uh, had a question uh, regarding uh, how you deal with uh, disappointment at a workplace. Uh, I'm at a workplace that I just really enjoy, and uh, I didn't even uh, get considered uh, for what would have been a, a natural step uh, promotion for me and it would have been a good career move and it would have been a lot of stuff that I really, really wanted to do. Um, but, um, I, I don't have any blemishes on my record. I, I'm actually, I, you know, I've, I've gone to, I think the right people at my, at my company over this and, and, you know, in HR and supervisors and things like that. Um, and I, and I'm getting a whole lot of, kind of non-answers and nothing that I can do about it, of course. And I'm not, mm -hmm. I guess I'm not looking to like, you know, change the course of this. There's nothing I can do about that. I've accepted that, but I'm just trying to figure out how to be at this place now without, mm -hmm. without all this anger and frustration and resentment that I've had inside me now for a couple of months over it. Um, it hasn't gotten better. Thanks. Hmm. Dude, thanks for calling in. I could not identify with you more. Um, speaking as a, as a person who's seen all kinds of jobs or whatnot, shows or things like that, or, you know, um, you know, with, with comedians, us comedians, it's like, why, why isn't this company giving me a special? I've got this audience, blah, blah, blah. Not to be like, it's, I'm not going to say some shit like that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. 
you probably have a, a, a an actual. I'm, I'm sure everything you said, you have the credentials. You know, you were the person for it, but it could have been a lot of different things. Maybe it's something political uh, in terms of them wanting to. You know, maybe they maybe someone that had a different connection or whatnot. But at the same time, I think if you like where you work and you like what you're doing, I'd say give it a little bit more time and uh, show that you appreciate being there. And I, I'm sure you have, but one of the biggest things I say to uh, you know comedian friends of mine is like, it's it's. It's never, you have to try at all costs to not be bitter and, 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 and add that stink to the atmosphere. You know, I, I'm not saying fucking just, oh, just hang on and, 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 you know, chase that carrot on a stick. Cause I, I think you'll know when they're stringing you along and I, I don't necessarily think they're stringing you along the non-answers thing. That's fucking frustrating. And I get that. And that's, that's, that's really goddamn tough. But I think right now, since someone else got the gig, just let it go and wait for the next one to come along. If you really like working there, I just think that's a really rare thing. Um, these days, I think a lot of people are quitting their jobs because they're realizing I hate this. And, uh, if you like your gig and you're getting paid enough for now, even though that one thing you might have been ideal for, just look, I got an email yesterday that really, really made me angry where I felt like, um, you know, I won't get into it, but I wanted to write the person back and I got, had nothing against this person, but what they were giving me was kind of bullshit. And I wanted to write them back and go, wait, but why this, why this, why this, but I've talked about this in a show. I've written angry emails. They never, they always, it just, people, when people read them, it feels like a death threat. Even if you're just like, you know, what I don't understand is like, if you said it, they can hear in your tone of your voice. You're not angry. You're not like blah, blah, blah. I had to take a deep breath and was just like, I'm not going to write this person back anything until like later in the day. And then I did, and I had calmed way down and I saw it much more from their perspective. I just had all this when the, when disappointment hits you kind of hate everyone you're so fucking mad i am i know it um you know i'll never forget i i i went to uh sonoma you know wine country with a bunch of friends for my birthday about 5 years ago and i got a text from my then manager about that was like <laughs> he had thought that my other reps had told me, but that, that this project that I had set up in a major network, it wasn't, it was not going further. You know, we'd, we'd, we'd created this pilot, we'd written it and we were going to find out if we were going to shoot it. And they, he's like, so I guess you heard. And I was like, I hadn't heard shit. I'm, it's my birthday. F what? I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't anyone I wasn't mad at in the equation. Them, my manager, the world, but I had to go and stop and go, wait, 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 just don't fuck up this weekend. Don't take this back to the house we rented together to, to, to drink a bunch of wine and cook food and just bleh, poor fucking me. Not that you're doing that, but just take a couple days, just be angry, 
and this it's gone. So there's not there's nothing to be done about that. Just you have to kind of show them that the, you're up next. And if something like that comes up again, which it will, and the stars align and you then don't get it, I think you I think you you basically can sit down with whoever the boss person is and go, look, you got to spell out why I didn't get this. I I I love working here and I I really like everyone I work with, but it, something doesn't add up. I just I think I deserve an answer with respect. You know, like something like that. And and there you go. I mean, that that's without knowing what you do or anything like that and and only giving you thing from my perspective as a as a working often struggling comic slash writer slash performer i mean disappointment is <laughs> i almost said something like 80 percent of my job and that's not true it's like what are you on the road constantly bombing why do they keep hiring you um no but it is it's a lot a lot of it is disappointment um but so i i, I get you it, it it never gets easier it sucks so bad so just take some time but just don't i don't think you're gonna go flail anyway or whatever but hope i hope that helped dude um, and, and hang in there and, and give yourself a treat. Do something for yourself. You know, go out, get drunk with friends, vent, whatever you want to do. You know, eat a rack of ribs because Christmas is ribs. Something like that. Do something fun for yourself uh, that isn't too dangerous. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's read another one. Uh, how do you beat the Christmas blahs besides with sugar and alcohol? Wow, that's a good one because... Honestly, sugar and alcohol can make the blahs stronger and often do. I, my wife put candy all over the house and I've just been eating candy for like over a week, just little nibbles here and there. And it's like, I've been sleeping like shit. I work out and stuff, but it's just like, I gotta stop. I have to take whatever candy's in this house and throw it away. That reminds me. Um, and alcohol is the big one to, to, uh, to, to face. I think uh, anytime you, anytime you have some drinks, just understand why you're doing it. And uh, if it's if it's too too uh, lively yourself up, you're doing it wrong. I think it's it's you know so. But that doesn't answer your question. Um, just try to look uh, at, at, at things from a great perspective and try to look at what what things make you happy and, and not the things that make you sad. Uh, and if if you have a family member that's driving you crazy over Christmas, just stay away from them or. You have to tell them they're annoying, whatever. It, I mean, I, I feel like all the rules of let's just have a good holiday. Everyone, that's kind of gone. If uh, if someone's being racist, tell them. If uh, someone's making it hard for everybody else to enjoy the holiday, rather than go uh, lock yourself in, in, a, in, a, in a room with a handled bottle of Evan Williams and a glass, just tell that person they need to get it together. It's fucking annoying. Uh, and, and let's have a better uh, a new year. And uh, one one thing I like to do is reach out to people I haven't seen in a while and see how they're doing. That always that always feels like a that feels as good as a shot in a beer. So that's my advice. Um, okay, so let's see. We got one more of these. Um, yeah, I'll do one more of these. Then we'll do the call. Um, that's a really good question. How do you beat the blahs? The holidays are made of blahs. I, I always say that uh, the, 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 we have that this many 
major holidays, you know, the, the big two, Christmas and Hanukkah, uh, during winter because it's the coldest and darkest time of the year. And they had to come up with a reason for people to not commit a suicide. They put up a bunch of lights and made mulled wine. It's just a theory. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's, it is a time you get <laughs> really fucking sad. My wife and I last year uh, went back to Portland. Uh, you longtime listeners might remember that with the baby. And it was a scary time. And we couldn't really go anywhere. And at the time, we still had this this condo that we used when we visited, and we're now we've now rented that out, which is good. So we just stay at my parents' house. Um, but that condo was is nice, but it wasn't the warmest, most inviting place because we only used it when we visited or when we let friends visit. So it's sparsely um, furnished and all that jazz. And I remember <laughs> it being so dark and cold. And this was the time where just you can't go inside, you can't you you can't be in bars, you can't be in restaurants, and so oh, I'm only laughing because you know Portland Portland is is rough during the winter because it's not cold enough to snow, but almost there. So you just have icy rain and just shitty wind, and everything's wet and sad and cold. And I remember this this wine bar or something on Alberta Street, Northeast Alberta, right where I grew up. Uh, it was like, it was having mold wine nights where they put heaters out. And so the people are shivering like, hey, at least we're together because everyone wanted to be to hang out, but they had to hang out outside and it was so fucked. And um, I was listening to a bunch of Christmas music I never really got into. And I got, I used to play, there's a song by Dolly Parton called uh, Hard Candy Christmas from the Best Little Whorehouse in Texas soundtrack. It's I love it. It's a great song, but it's such a fucking sad song because she's just like, Lord, it's like a hard candy Christmas. I'm barely making it through. It, she's just, you, you could tell it's this woman who's just like alone in her house and just being like, the lyrics, I'll, I'll, I know I'll be fine and dandy. Lord, it's like a hard candy Christmas. I'm barely making through. Like, like, oh, Dolly, what happened? Um, it's a great song, but my, my wife, anytime it comes on now, she's like, you have to skip this song. And it reminds me of last year. So that uh, doesn't come across as often as it should with the way they talk about Christmas. It's just a great time for family to get together. What if you don't have that family? What if you don't have friends to be with? What if you're just thinking about how dark and cold it is and you're mad at the lights? So... This is the time of year to really give yourself some credit and to like yourself. That's I'll say that. So, okay. Uh, let's see. McKenna says, uh, having a hysterectomy. Oh, and what can I do for my husband while my coochie is healing? Parentheses, eight weeks. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't expect to see the word coochie after there. Um, McKenna, I don't think you need to worry about your husband. Um, it's... You know, men uh, are 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 simple folk. Um, I think I mentioned Wayne Gretzky's quote: "Men can uh, handle themselves when it comes to those specific kinds of needs." I think it's time for your husband to take care of you, to look after your needs, make sure you're comfortable, make sure you have the drugs you need, um, and uh, 
maybe if you guys are uh, some super freaks, which respect, if you guys like to F a bunch, take care of each other's V and P, maybe now's the time to, to, to hang out and talk more, listen more, watch some movies, you know? I mean, I think that's awesome that you're like, uh, what can I do for my husband? My vagina isn't working right now or you're out of, out of business. Um, that's really sweet, but I, I, I think don't worry about it. Now, now is your time to just, just, just recover. That's all. Recover, eat a bunch of delicious food, okay? Have a glass of wine if, if you like. You know, maybe even, maybe even smoke some dope if that's your thing. If you guys are super freaks, you probably smoke dope. Most people I know, they're like, yeah, I go to orgies. Yeah, I like pot. Same, same folks. Um, so uh, hope hope that helped and um, <laughs> really made me laugh. But uh, good luck with the procedure and um, get well soon. All right, let's roll the the third and final actual call call. I would love some advice for my career. I just moved to a small town. Uh, I've been at this job for two, three weeks and found out they have cockroaches and rats. Um, I want to know, should I stick through it and try to clean up the place that I've heard that they've had ridges for six years, or do I leave and start all over again? Okay, thanks. This is Cynthia. Bye. Okay. Uh, hey, Renee, can we play that one more time? I would love some advice for my career. I just moved to a small town. Uh, I've been at this job for two, three weeks and found out they have cockroaches and rats. Um, I want to know, should I stick through it and try to clean up the place that I've heard that they've had ridges for six years, or do I leave? and start all over again. Okay, thanks, this is Cynthia, bye. Jesus, Cynthia, I'm so sorry you have to deal with that. Um, well, I, no, yeah, don't deal with that. That's 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 inhuman. And I, frankly, like, I don't, I'm not gonna look this shit up, as I always say, but like, I think it's illegal. I think, not necessarily, maybe the Better Business Bureau, I'm not sure, but that is, you 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 have to, if you if you have to if you have an employer and you're going to the job, you know it's and it's not your house. You're not working remotely. They can't have roaches and rats. That's the deal, man. Um, you said a small town. You did not say any of the five boroughs of New York. <laughs> no disrespect. Um, you know where uh, that is often a huge problem that. It's a it's a constant battle. You get rid of them, they come back, things like that. It just sounds like everyone's looking the other way to save on costs. So you have to leave anyway if this is uh, going to keep going. So say something. Say, look, uh, everybody else noticed this shit or whatever. You know, mention it. Mention it to your coworkers. Talk about it. Bring it up. Say, I don't feel safe. I wouldn't feel safe. God, that's scary. Especially the rats. Roaches are gross, but rats, that they can bite you. That's a safety issue. And the disease they carry, you know, or infections, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, no, you have to. Don't don't stick it out, Cynthia. No, no fucking way. No way. You have to say something. If you have to start over again, that sucks. And I'm very sorry. 
uh, that you move there for that. But if they fire you, talk to a lawyer. There are lawyers who will work on spec and will, you know, uh, take them to court and get some sort of, you know, payment from them and then they, then they get paid. You don't have to pay them till then. They'll take a percentage. So it's something to think about and I think your employer knows that and yeah, no, you can't. You got to they have to call an exterminator or you or you walk. It's 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 unsafe. I mean, easy for me to say. Uh but god, I'm so sorry you're dealing with that. And you <laughs> the fact is you sound upbeat. It's like, "Yep, but do I do this or do this?" Anyway, thanks. Hey. Easy come, easy go. I'm Cynthia. Um, you know, I, I would be furious, and I'm sure you are, but Jesus, that's rough. Okay, so hope that helps, and God, hang in there. Uh, okay, so let's see. Uh, Carrie said, I have neighbors who like to hang around all day and night right above me. Or bang, bang around. Excuse me, I have neighbors who like to bang around all day and night right above me. Um, hang around all day above me. Yeah, they live above you. They can hang. No, bang around. No. Had to call security and cops on them multiple times to try and stop the noise to no avail. Any advice how to deal with them? I would call when I'm dealing with a cold right now. Oh, that's nice. That's okay. You don't have to call. You wrote in. Nice, Gary. Um, yeah, that, 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 that blows a donkey's ass. I, I, that's something that drives me so crazy when someone's just being loud all the time, especially at night. And it just, no, that that's, oh God, I can't handle that shit. So you're speaking my language. I recently found out the number for noise disturbance that is not the actual cop cops, but uh, it's on my fridge case. Uh, the, the neighbors who I've talked about who tend to have uh, loud parties, they don't really anymore. Thank the gods um, and the one true God. Uh <laughs> The Catholic guilt kicking in right there. Don't say gods. You'll go to hell. Uh, so I have that number to call. I would look that number up. I think those people are a lot more effectual uh, than, um, or effective, excuse me, than, than actual cops because sometimes cops come, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're just like, look, we have real, real business to take care of. But, you know, this person can get slapped with a fine from the noise of Sherman's people and nobody wants that. So just, just, I would say Google that number and look it up. Uh, and other, other than that, I don't, I don't know, a note, go by yourself, you know, go, I mean, go by the house yourself, not go by, don't go by yourself, go with a friend for support. Um, and just see what the fuck is up. You know, sometimes people don't know how loud they're being. There is that. Uh, so you know, in the case of my neighbor, when I did go, hey guys, it's after 10, um, can you turn down the music? And they yelled, welcome to the fucking neighborhood. We've since uh, squashed all that and talked it out, but yeah, wasn't a fun response for me, having a sick wife at the time, <laughs> Jesus. But you might get that, you might someone tell, someone tell you to go F yourself, um, and that sucks, but you'll feel better having, um, made your stance known. But like that said, try for noise disturbance. Try for those guys first. So thanks for writing in. Um, okay, so finally Jackson wrote in, I've been on twice and don't want to be greedy. It doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. Call all you want. 
I don't care. Nobody knows, man. No, nobody. There's nobody who's listening. Like this guy again. Nobody knows. All right. Don't worry about it. Uh, I said that being said, college for me has meant doing assignments that I wouldn't necessarily be passionate about. Well, sure. As someone who's worked for a variety of clients, what's your best tip for committing to work that isn't your favorite? Yeah. Um, ju you just understand that everyone has to wade through some mud every once in a while. And there are, you, you, passion is a strong word. Sometimes you just don't want to do it. Sometimes it's just something you, you don't, you know, I've, I've gotten auditions where I'll read a thing and be like, I hate, I hate every sentence in this, in this, in this line that this guy's saying it, you could just grammatically, it's kind of fucked. It's, it doesn't sound like how someone talks, but it's like, that's me. This isn't my project that I sold. My job is to do it as good as humanly possible. So ultimately I'll give you the advice that a professor in college gave me that I haven't taken as often as I would have liked, but any work you put out there is representative of you. And you know, that, that sucks. Sometimes that hurts, especially if you're like cleaning a toilet at an Arby's, but they're like, who cleaned this toilet? There's shit streaks everywhere. I did because I hate cleaning toilets. Like, yeah, but it's your job. That's an extreme example, but you know, I'm not saying everything you do has to be perfect, but you have to do it well on some level. So that always kind of lights the fire in my engine personally a little bit more. Um, but, uh, anyway, I, I, I hope that helps. It's, it's not easy though. You're going to have shit that you're like, what the fuck is this? This class sucks. And this fucking paper sucks. But just, I say this a lot. Give yourself a treat. Go like, all right, when I finish this thing and I mean, finish it, do a good job at it. I get to go have pizza. You know, I get to go, um, whatever, whatever you're into. So I wish I had some advice about like, uh, take DMT, man, makes everything better. You just zip right through it. Uh, but I don't, it's just kind of like, well, this is going to suck and this is going to suck until it doesn't. And that's it. So hope that helps man. And uh, happy holidays. And, and that's it. Thanks to everyone who, who, who wrote in and, and called in and I did it all on my own, like a real grown up, actual boy. Amazing. Um, Really appreciate you guys for calling in. If you could, please tell someone about the podcast. Post about it. You got social media? Write about why you like it, why you dig it, all that jazz. Hope you have a great holiday, whether you celebrate, whether you don't. Um, Hanukkah is over, but happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, and um, make sure to pay attention to when you are sad because it's going to happen because it's going to be cold. It's going to be dark and you're going to see your family probably. The worst of all. If you want some advice, uh, do not hesitate. Call us in at 323-763-0228. Again, that's 323-763-0228. Thanks and happy holidays. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.